What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 12 of the VIP Gaming Podcast. My name is Vinny Champa, and with me is the human centipede, Jason Patton. How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. Uh, how was your Christmas? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, got some gift cards. It's a little bit different from when I was younger, but yeah, you know, yeah. it's so good. You start losing the the specialness of it once you you start growing up. Yeah, honestly, I mean, you know, now it's not. You go there and there's an ocean of presents and right, like a stocking. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you, okay. you get you get any gaming related stuff or no? Uh, I got a Nintendo. Well, I don't know. It's just is it eShop? Yeah, eShop. Uh, gift card. There you go. Uh, but I think that's it, gaming related. What are you thinking about getting with that? Uh, I actually already purchased a game. Oh boy! Uh, I will talk about it when we. Talk oh about my god! The tease, the tease. It's really not that exciting. Oh well, <laughs> well, <laughs> kill that tease. It's gone. A really shitty game I've been playing. <laughs> Wait, how how was your Christmas? It was pretty good, man. My mom surprised my dad and I with tickets to Vegas, which is fucking nutty. And so I'm Michael is not here this week. He had like last minute got called into work or some shit. So he's not here this week. And then I'm not going to be here next week. So you guys are going to be taking the ship and riding it. And you are going to, you know, commandeer the ship. But uh, yeah, so I'm going to Vegas next week. And then they also got me an Oculus Quest, which just hasn't come in yet. And I'm so goddamn excited for it. I wanted you. I haven't wanted to like. Ever since I saw the Oculus Quest come out, and they were like, "Hey, guess what? Not only can you play it wirelessly, but you can also plug it into your computer to play all the games on there." I'm like, "Why the fuck wouldn't I want that?" Mm-hmm. It's so cool. And then I also found out that on Amazon, you can like trade in the OG Oculus Rift for like two hundred bucks. And I was like, "Really? Towards yeah, the new one? No, just like two hundred dollars uh, Amazon credit." And I'm like. All right. So I'm thinking, even though I, if I was responsible, I would use that money. If it was cash, I'd probably use it smarter. But because it's just Amazon money, I'm thinking that I'm going to get the uh, the Elite Series 2 controller that the Xbox put out, which is, like, stupid expensive, and I'd never pay for it otherwise. But it was like, you know, if I'm getting it practically for trading in a paper rate Oculus Rift, because uh-huh. once you have the quest, the the OG Rift is just kind of, you know, I know. useless. I I should definitely look into that. Can you get the quest from Amazon? Yeah, I believe so. Because that might be a play right there. Is yeah, uh, the trade it's only that. it's four hundred bucks, which like it's a lot. But like you said, yeah, if you just trade in your your Oculus Rift, that's like half of it down already. Is it just the Rift or is it the controllers too? That comes with everything. It comes with the controllers, the Rift, and also if you do it before the end of January, I think they give you all of the Vader Immortal games. Mm-hmm. There's like three of them, and apparently they're like at least the first episode. I heard people say was like incredible, and I haven't. I've, I can't wait to play it. But also, a lot of games that you bought on your Oculus Rift can possibly be crossed by with the quest so like if you already bought some games on the rift store like they might be you know Mm -hmm. you might already have them on your quest too which is really cool yep so that's what i got for christmas other than that i mean that's that's a shit ton so i i'm saying other than that isn't like you know (laughs) what i mean um i just got a 
trip yeah. to Vegas. That's all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was a good Christmas. I had a good time watching my niece open presents. Always fun seeing seeing kids open presents is kind of where you know you get the enjoyment of Christmas nowadays. But we are here to talk about more about the video games. And um, in case you haven't thought about it before, during the week of Christmas, not much video game news. Not not yeah. much video game news during Christmas. That doesn't surprise me at all. No, no. But I mean, you know, we we scrounged up the bits and pieces that we could find. Uh, so we got a bunch of that. We got some questions from Riley Girl and Joe Coleslaw. But let's just jump right into the news. This is going to be the, the more relaxed VIP game podcast because you know we're just here shooting the shit about you know the 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 little bit of news we got. So. Starting off from IGN, they reported that Sony has now patented another controller design that we presume is for the PlayStation 5. So, actually, sorry, not IGN, but on December 26th, Polygon reported that there is a new DualShock patent that got approved. Uh, And they said that there's, like, two core differences between the DualShock 4 and whatever this new... PlayStation controller is going to be. So this is, we talked about one in a prior episode back in November, and it's not the same one as that. So we, we know that it's a completely different patent. Um, but the two core differences is that the one is that the front of the controller is nearly identical, but there's no PlayStation home button on the front, which is a little odd to me, but okay, we'll keep going. And then number, uh, number two, is that probably the biggest change this patent has is that on the back of the controller, they added those two paddle buttons, the two paddle triggers uh, to the back of the controller. That's like just built in. So I think we actually like predicted this like last week or whenever we talked about when they sold that like new $30 accessory that there's kind of came out with for some reason. We we're like, why would you do this at the end of the fucking generation? That makes no sense. Exactly. Yeah, I remember us talking about that. But, so, I mean, I I don't know. This technically could be, I mean, this wasn't, it didn't specifically say PS5, but I don't know why they would, I mean, I could be wrong because they just put out those fucking paddle accessory things. But I don't know why they would put come out and be like, hey, there's six months left till PS5. Here's a new PS4 controller. So I don't think that's going to be the case. No, exactly. I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't see why they would, but uh, I don't know. I find it weird that they don't have a PlayStation Home button on the front. <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck are you going to do? Just... Maybe maybe they're going to do something a little bit different than uh, what they've been doing from before. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's like voice activated or something like that, you know? Just like, uh, PlayStation, go home. And then, uh, yeah. Bring them home. I don't know. I feel like people bitched about that with Xbox, though. Like, I I liked it, and I actually still, because I still have one of the OG Xbox ones. I still have my Kinect plugged into it, which is probably one of, like, five people left that does that. (laughs) But I I do occasionally, I'll be like, hey, Xbox, turn off or turn on or, you know, whatever the hell. Actually, I think they changed it to Cortana. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's weird that they don't have a, a PlayStation Home button. And... I personally am not a big fan of the triggers on the back or the, the paddles that are like, I feel like when I'm holding the controller, they kind of get in the way, but that's to be fair. I've only done that on the 
Elite One controller for the Xbox. So I don't know. What do do you think you do you care about having paddles on the back of your controller? Do you think they'd be helpful for you? So, see, that's the thing. I mean, not really. I like. I think that they would be a cool addition, and in some games, it'd be really cool. Like I know that we talked about with racing games, being able to shift up and down. Yeah, would be pretty cool. But that's the only thing that I can think of that I'd look forward to um, with that new addition. And so, besides, you know, for that coming out, I'm not super excited. Yeah, it, it seems a little odd to me that that's like a built-in feature because I don't. I mean, I don't use it at all. And honestly, I mean, to be fair, I guess it's not like out there for people, but I feel like unless they build it in specifically into games, like they, instead of it being like a remapping button, they make it like a core button, like a trigger or something. Like it's just not going to matter unless they do that. So I don't know. It's weird, but uh, there's Sony's new patent for a controller. We will see in the coming months if it is a real thing or not. Next up, we got a potential leak of next-gen Xbox beyond Series X and pricing and release date. So take this all with a massive grain of salt. But um, basically, I saw this on Twitter, and I have this could be someone that's just fucking with me, and I have no idea. But it was it had lots of likes and retweets, which means nothing. But I figured there's no reason not to bring it up. So basically. There was this dude that tweeted that Walmart leaked, like, some Walmart and, like, I don't know. It was all in Spanish, and I had to translate it, so it, it was all weird. But they were saying that Walmart leaked um, a bunch of Xbox next-gen news. So the, the leak said that the Xbox Series X will come out November 19th, 2020 at $550. It's got 11.9 teraflops. Because, you know, that's important. 20 gigabytes of RAM and a 1 terabyte ultra-fast SSD. So we knew about the Xbox Series X. We don't have a release date, but that seems about the right time. I mean, they say fall in 2020. That sounds about right to me. Um, But then also, they had two other different Xboxes coming out a month later. So they have an Xbox Series X All-Digital Edition that says it'll come out December 10th, 2020, which has all of the exact same internal specs, but it just doesn't have a disk drive. And that will be $400 instead of 550 And then Xbox Series S, which we've heard nothing about, minus unless we are thinking this is what Project Lockhart is, which is a possibility, will also come out December 10th, 2020 at $250, for that has 6.8 teraflops, 16 gigs of RAM, and still the one terabyte of uh, ultra fast SSD. What do you think of this? Do you think this is legitimate? Do you think, yeah, what, what do you think? Uh, I think it would, uh, it could be legitimate. I mean, like you said, the, the timing's perfect. You know, November, December, that's right around the holidays, like they said that they're going to. But then again, though, I mean, if it was a fake leak, you know, I'd throw some dates like that around there yeah. too. So, uh, you know, that could be false. Um, I'm curious about that potential Xbox Series S, if that is a real thing. Because 250 is real cheap. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, you know. Um, so, just to sum up, it's pretty much just a slightly less powerful 
uh, Xbox Series X. My guess is is that they've been saying for Series X that they're gonna be their core target is gonna be 4K 60 frames. So my guess would be if this Series S is a real thing, that it'll be you know either 1080 60 frames or like 1440p 60 mm-hmm. frames would be my guess. Yeah, that would be pretty good. I mean, I would probably go for that Series S because I I don't even have a 4K TV. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so it. I mean, even though I do like the ser- the Xbox Series X, and I do kind of like to go for that biggest bang for my buck. You know, like I I love going for that highest price thing. That's uh, just how I am. Uh, but that Series S definitely looks enticing. Uh, if that really is what it is, like I don't want it to be kind of like the um, the PlayStation Four and PlayStation Four Pro, where they're just kind of yeah. Like, yeah, you know, the PS Four is good, but eh. and then the Pro is just how like how you should get it. Like right. never mind having the four K. They're just kind of like yeah, the Pro is just a lot better. Um, so the dates seem right. I don't know. The five hundred and fifty dollars just seems weird to me. I don't know why they would tack on the extra fifty. Like, I feel like if you're gonna do that, I mean, they probably don't want to go for six hundred because the PS3 did that and people fucking shat on them for it. But five fifty just seems like a really weird price. So that's like the only thing about this. And I'm like, I don't know about that. Um, but also with like putting out three different consoles and less than a month apart from each other because it's november 19th to december 10th is like the the small gap between series x normal and then series x all digital and series s i i feel like that's kind of odd too i don't know i i, I think it's possible it could be uh for those people that just want to get the xbox right away and they don't care which one it is yeah. so like you know, for me, let's say I'm wicked excited about the new Xbox coming out, and I see that one's coming out. It's more on the pricey side, but it's the better console, and it comes out like I don't know, what is it, three weeks, four weeks, yeah, um, uh, before the other ones that are a little bit cheaper and not as good. I I probably would go for that more expensive one, even though I just was talking about how the Series S looks good because. Yeah you know, of uh, how cheap it is. So that could be why. If you're like super into gaming, you'd want to just get it right away, presumably. Which at the same time though, like if PlayStation 5 comes out is like 500 and they only come out with one console, like I feel like that would be another thing where, you know, people that are, because presumably Series X and PlayStation 5 are going to come out at approximately the same time, if not the same week, which I, I, I think like, if I remember correctly, PlayStation four and Xbox one came out like a week or two from each other. So uh, like, I don't know. It seems weird. That five fifty really gets me. It's just an odd point. That'd be like, I don't know. It's just a really weird. It seems so much weirder than two fifty for the series S that they're saying is a thing. Uh huh. I don't know. We'll see. Two fifty though, I think is like an incredible value if that's a thing. Like if you are, that's definitely one of those things where, like, say you go into next gen, you're saying PS five all the way anyway, no matter what happens. But then 
you could always be like, well, I, I want to try Halo, and I've never really played Halo, and 250 isn't that much comparatively to, you know, normal consoles. Like, I feel like that'd be a perfect thing for someone to be like, I'll make this my my side console. Mm-hmm. I'll pick it up for 250 because that's not that much. Yeah, I know. That's definitely what I'm thinking as well. I mean, you know, I'm going towards more uh, the Xbox this time, time around, but if I were going for PS5, like you were saying, I would probably go for that Series S. That's cheap. Yeah. That's that's exactly, I think, what I did with the PS4 this time around. I, I was going to buy it, and they're like, yeah. I mean, granted, I didn't have a lot of money at the time either, but they were like, yeah, do you want the PS4 Pro for $100 more? I'm like, well, I got my PC, so... No, right. I'm good. Yeah. Anyways, I figured we should talk about that. Whether it's a real thing or not, we will see. But uh, November 19th seems like a pretty nice date, so I could see that being a thing. I don't know about the two other Xboxes, especially since they've – I'm pretty sure Phil Spencer and company have been like, yeah, we aren't working on anything else. And I'm like, I don't believe that. But, you know, maybe. Maybe that's true. Who knows? Um, Next news story, Kojima – the maker of Metal Gear and more Lee, I was going to say more known for, but I, I think just currently more known for, for Death Stranding, is teasing a new concept for something he may be working on. Uh, so he tweeted, like, I believe on Christmas Eve or maybe even Christmas Day, said that he's working on the next, he quote, working on the next concept while no one was in the office. And he posted a picture of his desk, which. The IGN wrote this, and I think it's kind of hysterical. Alongside a uh, a picture of his desk, which shows a MacBook, a rubber duck, and a cast of Norman Reedus's head. <laughs> That's uh, a a couple of really um, different items to just have randomly laying on your desk. <laughs> yep, uh, especially that cast of Norman Reedus's head. That's that's kind of. Scary, honestly. I, I mean, I get that he was in your video game, Death Stranding, but like, do you really need a cast of his head <laughs> just chilling yeah. on your? Here's my centerpiece for the for my desk, everyone. Here's just Norman Reedus's head. It's like he calls in his employees into the office, and he's and he's like, "Look at Norman. Look at him. Look at how angry he is." <laughs> and then you know, right next to it, just has a nice rubber duck. Yeah, I don't know. Why not? Anyways. I'm. I've never played Metal Gear. I've never played Silent Hill. I haven't played Death Stranding yet. So, have you played any of those? You've played Death Stranding. I played Death Stranding. I have been needing to get back to it, uh, but other games are really catching me right now. Um, so, I don't- have you played any other of the Kojima games? Uh, no, I was really interested in Metal Gear at one point. I saw gameplay of it, and it looked really good, kind of like a stealthy um, stealthy assassin kind of game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was trying to figure out which game it was, and I couldn't figure it out, so I never got into it. Um, but other than that, I've never played any of the other games. Yeah, I haven't played any of them either. I don't know what this could be. I think, obviously, it's going to be ways away, because... Death Stranding 1 just came out. So, I mean, it's possible that it's a Death Stranding 2. He did say before that if he was going to do a Death Stranding 2, it'd be like a complete rework and like probably not a sequel, I think. So maybe be a prequel. I don't know. I don't know how it would really work. But people, I mean, I personally would like a new Silent Hill because I've always heard cool things about it. And it like it seems to fit that Dead Space kind of genre that doesn't really exist anymore. 
for uh-huh. I don't know why. Fucking Dead Space was so dope, and it's just kind of disappeared, and I don't really know why. But maybe a new Metal Gear. I don't know. I'm I don't know much about it enough to speculate. And honestly, I didn't know much about Kojima before Death Stranding. So. We shall see what he's working on. I'm sure we'll figure it out more and more as the days progress. But next story, we've got Hellblade 2, which we know we saw at the Game Awards, isn't coming to PlayStation. Um, apparently, this is a news story. I, I don't know yeah. why, but people all over the interwebs were getting a little upset. So basically what happened, some guy tweeted xbox you know the xbox account or xbox marketing people on twitter and they were like yo guys is hellblade 2 coming to playstation and switch and all those things and xbox game marketing rep aaron greenberg on twitter said hellblade 2 is quote being made exclusively for xbox and pc so a bunch of people are really mad because hellblade's newest sacrifice was released it's really funny the evolution of how this how this is all gone. Hellblade was originally a year exclusive for PlayStation. Then it got ported to Xbox. Then it got ported to Switch. Then Xbox bought Ninja Theory. And now Hellblade 2 is an Xbox exclusive. So I don't know why people are all surprised by this. It makes zero sense to me that... Yeah, when Microsoft buys the company that makes Hellblade, it's gonna be an exclusive, guys. <laughs> yeah, I. They're they're I not gonna know. give away their really core single player experience that everyone loved, and that's why they bought them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where they're going with that. I don't know. I don't know why people are surprised, but uh. like, it sucks if you're an only PlayStation person or an only Switch person. Sure. Like, I, I can get why you might be mad about that, but I don't know why it would be surprising to you that <laughs> Microsoft is making this game an exclusive when, you know, they bought Ninja Theory for yeah. this reason. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, excited because, you know, I can still play it. But <laughs> Right. I mean, and that's the thing, too. It's not, it's not like it's only Xbox. Like, it's on PC, too, which I get that not a bunch of people have, you know, super beefy PCs. Uh, but, like, I, I'm sure that even if you don't have a super beefy PC, that you could at least play this at, like, low settings when it comes out or something. I don't know. It, it just doesn't seem... I don't know what you were expecting. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it'd be like if Xbox is like, hey, guys, guess what? We got 343, they got Halo now, and we are going to go put it out on PlayStation. Because that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, We're, we're going to go sell PlayStation for... For them by putting Halo on there. Um, no, that no, that's not going to be a thing. I would feel huh? weird. I'd feel weird if they did that because you know you've been playing uh, Halo on Xbox for all these years, and then if like one day they're just like, yeah, like there you go. <laughs> a better example would be PlayStation just bought Insomniac Games, who just made Spider Man, and they'd be like, wow, Spider Man Two is coming to only Xbox. Only... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Or, or actually, Insomnia made sunset overdrive for xbox exclusively at first so that'd be like if they made a new sunset overdrive and they'd be like yeah this is coming to xbox too as well yeah and people would be like well no that doesn't make sense because playstation bought them. yeah i don't know it's fucking stupid people are dumb 
But w- whatever, it's okay. Hellblade Two isn't coming to PlayStation. I'm sorry, or Switch. I, I don't think <laughs> uh, Switch. Who the fuck's playing Hellblade on Switch? No, exactly. I I actually heard that Skyrim that was put on Switch, which the Xbox and PC can handle just fine, was like having issues on Switch, like like um, gameplay. If there's too much going on on the screen, that like the switch wouldn't be able to handle it yeah, and it wouldn't run uh right so even just that game on switch is bad never mind like a new very upcoming game uh, right on it so i don't know i don't know how that would be on that it's still so crazy to me how skyrim is on literally everything like oh, the I- amount of times people have rebought that fucking video game and probably will again once Xbox Series X is out yeah. and PS5 will be out, it's insane. I I have like five copies of that game on like all my different. You know. It's on 360, PS3, Xbox One, PlayStation Four, PC, Nintendo Switch. It's on freaking Amazon Alexa. Which is hysterical. Probably coming to mobile someday. <laughs> Probably. I have no idea. Maybe I... you'll be able to play it on your smart fridge. Someday. Oh, actually, I saw yesterday. It was a teaser thing, I think. It was the new Elder Scrolls. Uh, it was Elder Scroll, Scrolls Blade, I believe it is. Yeah, that's like a mobile game that they can't... I don't know if it's already out or oh. not. They showed that at last year's Game Awards. No, so that's not the new game that they're coming. No, out with? That's no, terrible. No, no, they, there's you guys aren't gonna get friggin' and I say you guys because I'm not a big. I played Skyrim and I actually enjoyed it. I tried playing Oblivion, but I was like, it was at that point where it was already kind of an old game, mm-hmm. and it, and it felt like an old game, and you're like, yeah. oof, yeah, everything just feels real clunky and. Yeah, it didn't not age great. well for me, honestly. Yeah. Like, I bought it actually not too long ago. Like, I think it was six months ago when it's, you know, it's been out for ages. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, this is, this is not good. <laughs> I remember everyone talking. There was, like, that one massive DLC. What was it called? Shiv- shivering, shivering, shivering something. Shivering that one. Yep. Yeah, everyone's like, wow, this is the biggest expansion of all time. And I'm like, oh, wow, cool. It sounds awesome. I should pick it up. And then I did. And I was like, huh, well, this is really um, doesn't perform well right now. Also, it's 8 o'clock in the morning, and my dog still finds something to fucking freak out about. I don't understand. She just barks know. at the wind, dude. Well, she's, she's young. It's true. Yeah. She is, she's less than a year old, so give her, give her some slack. But... All right, Hellblade 2 isn't going to PlayStation. I'm sorry. Get upset. Um, last news story of the week. Uh, the Witcher Netflix show, which Jason, I know, has been watching. I don't know how much more he's watched, uh, but he's been watching it. And funnily enough, it has made The Witcher 3 being played tremendously more. Uh, so the popularity of The Witcher on Netflix has promoted thousands of new people to start, or maybe not new people, but people in general, to start playing The Witcher again. At the time of writing of this article that I got, um, it hit 48,000 concurrent players on Steam alone. And I actually saw recently on Twitter, like last night, that apparently like there was 90,000 people playing it on Steam, which is kind of fucking crazy. And that's the highest it's been since summer of 2016 when they came out with their big DLC called blood and wine or something. I don't remember something like that. 
So how's the Netflix show? You liking it? Have uh, you yeah. watched more? Uh, I don't remember if it was before or after the podcast. I think I did watch a, a good amount of episodes afterward. Um, it's been good. Uh, it's one of those shows, though, where you just – if you put – you know, go on your phone for like 10 minutes – yeah, you're, you're gone. Like you have no idea what's going on. It seemed to me that it has a Game of Thronesy vibe, but I don't know that. Like, it's probably not as in depth because it's just a Netflix show. Which I'm not. I'm not shitting on Netflix shows, but like HBO versus Netflix seems a bit different to me. Yeah, uh, uh, I could see the Game of Thronesy vibe. There's definitely a lot of killing in it. A lot of like um, visual, visual like blood and gore and everything like that. So yeah, I can see that. Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, it, it's a good show, but there was one episode, I think. So I think kind of how they did it is maybe like the first six episodes were actually just a prequel. Oh, no. So the first episode that they showed, the first 30 minutes was like, let's say, you know, I don't know, like at point A. Yeah. And then the the rest of the six episodes were like before that so the first scene that they showed was kind of in the middle of the storyline that they're telling that's weird as shit and yeah so it so, was, so it's not a flashback cuz it's in the middle of something right is that what you're saying right yeah so like so it's like in the middle of the story it's not like something that happened years prior no it's exactly. like you know yeah. yeah, and I don't think that they explain that to you. Like I said, like there was nice. a point when I I picked up my phone and was like on it for like five to ten minutes, and so maybe I missed it. Right. But it was so confusing. And then like you know I went on it and they show like a different point of view of that scene. But I was like, wait, was is this just like a flashback or is this current? And they were showing me the future on the first episode. Yeah. Oh man, it, it's a lot. It's, it's, have it's, you finished it? No, I have not finished. I'm close. I think. How many episodes is it? I, I think I, it's eight, right? Is it? I don't eight? know. I I haven't I haven't started watching it. I, I plan to. I thought I was on eight, but I might be on seven. I'm I close. More. I know. Has has watching it made you want to play The Witcher? Yeah. Have you ever played The Witcher? Uh, I played the original Witcher, trying to get the backstory for Witcher three. Yeah, and just kind of fell off and never played Witcher again. So yeah. I want, like I said last podcast, so I wanted to play Witcher three, and it was on the um, game store, but uh, yeah, not the, you know, couldn't this week. So probably, right, probably this coming week. Yeah, well, there you go. Come to find out, if you have a popular TV show, it'll make your game sell more too. On top of the friggin' Steam winter sale, which has it for like five bucks or however the fuck much it is, because it's super cheap. But that's all the news we got for this week. But we're going to do something a little special this week. We're doing a little bit of giving you some some teases of the games coming out in 2020 and what we are most looking forward to. So, Jason, let, let's see. What, what do we have in common here? All right. Well, let's, let's start with what we got in common first. Last of Us Part 2. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm very, very excited for that. I, I'm I can't wait, dude. I I really need to replay the first one because I'll be honest, I don't remember jack shit. My memory is really shitty when it comes to stories and video games or movies or TV shows. Like if it's a year out, I'll be like, all right, I completely forgot it all, which is 
a really bad thing probably, but you know, whatever. I, I can't wait, dude, for The Last of Us Part 2. I played through The Last of Us um, a couple times. I just – I I mean, I think it's a mix. So the gameplay is just really good, and I like that style um, where there's, like, zombie – you know, I like that whole theme. you got to kill, kill, like, zombie-ish figures, and yep. uh, you have, like – a limited amount of ammo and everything. So I love that, and then the story just – topped it off it was such a good story such a sad story at the end too you know um it was probably the game i'm trying to think now it was one of the games that got me into playing on my ps3 more because and when i say more i mean literally just going to ps3 to play that essentially (laughs) because i played god of war one through three on ps3 and i liked those games other than that i never really touched my ps3 but when I heard how much people love The Last of Us, I was like, oh, I like zombies or whatever. They don't call them zombies in the game, right? They're like, I remember the clickers. That's pretty much the there only. There are clickers. Those I are pretty I much the only enemies I remember. Yeah, but, I don't remember what they called the other ones. There, yeah. There were like the regular ones. And yeah. And there were a couple different uh, kinds. But th- that was like the first like super like in-depth, I feel story especially like a zombie story in a video game where like you said it was like it was like emotionally kind of fucked and it was just one of those things that i was like oh that's a really deep story that uh it's pretty cool and i can't wait for it mm-hmm. um yeah last of us part two i can't wait for another one we have in common which i didn't know was a thing until i looked it up on the wikipedia was walking dead saints and sinners which yeah. apparently there's a walking dead game coming out Mm-hmm. I didn't know about it. Didn't know about it. I looked it up. It's apparently a VR game. Oh, no way. Yeah, so I. Uh, it looks cool. I'm excited for it. It comes out in like early January, too. So they should probably learn how to market their game a little bit better. Jeez. But I'm uh, regardless. It actually looked pretty neat because there's already like 30 minutes to an hour of gameplay out there. And I, I watched like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes of it. And I was like, Oh, this looks pretty fun. Yeah. So there's walking dead saints and sinners. What's a, what's a, I guess we should say Michael's games. He wrote down games that he's excited for as well. And we can jump in on which games that we are excited for from his list too. Halo infinite. Oh yeah. Of course. I can't fucking wait, dude. Yeah. Can't comes out day one of, uh, I keep wanting to call it Xbox Scarlet. Series X comes out the same day as Series X. Uh, I love Halo. Yeah. I I think I say that every single goddamn episode of this podcast, but guys, I don't know if you knew. Love Halo. Hey. Can't wait for Halo Infinite. That's Halo is probably pretty much why we're friends right now. Honestly. Yeah. I I, I think we might have told that story, but like basically, Jason and I used to go to karate together and we were like, we were friendly with each other, but you, you know when you're like just kind of cordial with people because you're like, yeah, I'm gonna be nice. Hey, yeah, how are like, you? Yeah, hello. You're, you're like they're kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. They just kind of. And then Jason one day, because we were getting our black belts together, so like we had to start practicing and doing shit together. He's like, "Yo, Vinny, guess what? I just got an Xbox 360." And I was like, "Oh my god, dude, me too. I have one as well. We should play Halo." You're like, I got Halo. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that's where the friendship started. And uh, it's continued for 
about 11, 12 years now because Halo 3 came out in 2007. So Halo is the reason this friendship is alive and the reason why this podcast is happening right now. Very true. I fucking love Halo. I can't. I really hope Halo Infinite's campaign's good because it makes me sad that people didn't like Halo 5 even though I haven't played it. Um, well, well, the campaign, I mean. Um, but I also hope the multiplayer and I hope people make some cool maps in there because custom games is always so much fun. I think uh, honestly, after three four three took took over versus Bungie, I think that yeah. kind of started going down a little bit. Not saying that they don't have a chance to redeem themselves with uh, the new one coming out. I mean, I know they didn't like do the story beats of this or anything, but like the Master Chief Collection, while it came out really shittily. The fact that they've put in, they've put like all this fucking time and effort into it, not only making it like almost perfect on Xbox, but now it's all coming to PC too, which is like that's all three four three doing it. Like yes, they didn't make any of the games, which is fine, but the fact that they're like Halo Reach three and four didn't exist on PC, and they're like bringing them all over, so they are essentially building it up from the ground up. For PC, so like that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so Michael also is excited for Rainbow Six. I don't know what Rainbow Six game is coming out. I remember Rainbow Six Quarantine. I don't know if that's the one he was referring to, and I don't I don't know if that had a release here or not. But I we played Rainbow Six Siege for a while, and I <laughs> always wanted to get back into it because I was like, this is a cool premise, but it seems like the one I'm really shitty at it. And two, I feel like the, if you're really shitty and you're playing with other people, you don't know, they're going to be really shitty back to you. That's exactly (laughs) what it is. I played it again. uh, Like, I think it was a year and a half after it came out. And I remember I, the breaking point for me is when some guy was saying, wow, you know, uh, your mom got you this for Christmas, so uh, you know you're a nice noob. And I'm like, like no, you didn't. I'm like, I'm good at this game. And then he's like, dude, you're trash. I'm like, oh, I just kind of stopped playing. Yeah, yeah, you've got those dickheads online that just like being dickheads for the it's, sake of being them. It's so bad. I remember I killed the whole my whole team because <laughs> you uh, just got you forgot those friendly fires going and oh, slotting yeah, the team. No, because. There's this well, I remember there's this one guy that was shit talking to me. He's like, Wow, like you're so bad at this game. And then I think he started shooting at me, like every, like you know, like getting my health down a little bit. So then I killed him because I was like I was like so pissed at him. I was like, so I killed him. And then the other teammates started shooting me and I'm like, All right, well, I kill him too. I'm like, Yeah, you guys are so good. And yeah, I just killed you guys, even though you guys are trying to kill me. And I'm like, Yeah, good job. That's um, ridiculous. Yeah, I shouldn't play that game. I, I, that is not <laughs> get game. Gets your raging? Gets your raging? Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, so apparently there's a new Rainbow Six coming out next year. Uh, he's also very excited for Marvel's Avengers, which I am very hyped for. Okay. I I love I love Marvel. I just – this year I became, like, a, a big Marvel head. I, re, I Not only did I rewatch some of them, but I watched all of the Marvel movies, all, like, fucking 22 of them. Mm-hmm. And obviously Avengers Endgame was huge and everyone loved it. Um, I'm very excited for Marvel's Avengers. I hope they don't fuck it up because I fe- they're going more of the games as a service route where, you know, it's going to be an ever-evolving game that, you know, kind of like Rocket League or Sea of Thieves or 
that kind of or destiny is the better example where it's just like it exists for years and years on end uh i hope they do it right because the idea of wanting to play as all these marvel people like playing as iron man playing as cap playing as the hulk playing as black widow is always something that i've wanted to do in games so i just hope they don't fuck that up and i hope they make it fun to do also they're allowing you to play with friends so that's always fun Hopefully they'll make it good. Michael is also excited for SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated Edition, <laughs> which I can't believe this is a thing, but I'm also pretty excited for it. But only because, like, that was one of those, like, PS2 games or GameCube games that I played as a kid. And I was like, well, this is really good. This is a really fun game. I don't know if it still is. It could be dog shit, and I have no idea because I haven't gone back to it. But I'm excited to see it getting remastered. Or sorry, rehydrated. I was gonna say, I think that's hilarious how they're calling it rehydrated instead of it, remastered. It is pretty great. And the last game that he's super excited for is Cyberpunk 2077, which I feel like is a game that the majority of like super diehard gamers are really excited for. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm not nearly as excited as everyone else is for it, but I am still pretty excited because. It's the same people that made The Witcher 3, which uh, CD Projekt Red, which are, you know, they're super well known for how well polished that game is and how well, how good the story is and how good they came out with DLC and how consumer friendly they are with like, you know, no microtransactions and all that shit. So I'm excited to see what it's like. I feel like Cyberpunk is more the world of cyberpunk seems more interesting to me than the witcher, which maybe the Netflix show will change that for me. Cause I, I, I don't know it games like that just are set in like medieval times just for the sake of medieval times. And I could be totally wrong. Never played the witcher. Th- well, that's not true. I played the witcher three for like 30 minutes, but that doesn't really count. But like, I don't know if it's just set in a certain time period, of like that and they don't do anything like super special with it. I don't know. It just doesn't do much for me. Uh, what else are you excited for? That, that was Michael's list. Was Michael's what list. other games? Um, so I'm really excited for resident evil three, mm-hmm. uh, coming out. Uh, I'm a huge resident evil fan. Huge. Um, uh, the, obviously the last of us part two, which we had already talked about, um, the new half life game coming out. Um, yeah, I was not into the first Half-Life, and then there is a second. Yeah, there was Half-Life 1 and 2. Uh, I was never into those, but I've heard that they're really good, and so with the new one coming out, pretty excited for it. Um, there's also a game that I was looking at. I think it's it's an Iron Man game. I saw yeah. the wiki list. Uh, it's a VR game. I think that would be so cool. So I really, good. it's only coming to PSVR, which pisses me off because oh. it makes me sad. Not pisses me, like, I get it because similar to the Hellblade conversation, like, they own the studio that's doing it. So, oh. like, obviously. But it's still so disappointing. I'm hoping, I'm holding out hope that it's one of those games that, like, I believe um, the Resident Evil 7 did this and also another game they have. I'm forgetting it's I'm drawing a blank, but they did like a year exclusive VR deals for PSVR and then it could come to 
like, you know, Oculus and the Vive and stuff. I'm hoping that'll be the case. I don't know if it will be, but I totally would. An Iron Man VR game would be fucking sick. And I, I hope that it comes out other places. So, yeah, we, I already said a bunch too. Cyberpunk, Marvel's Avengers, Halo Infinite, Last of Us. Um, another one that, like, is on my radar, I'm not expecting a whole lot from it, but I'll probably still buy it anyway, is Predator Hunting Grounds, which is that PlayStation game that is very similar to Friday the 13th and Dead by Daylight, where it's a 1v5, I believe, and... You either you face the predator and there's five soldiers with guns and we'll see how it is. I, I love asymmetrical games, so I don't know if it'll be any good. I hope so. Another one that I'm excited for is Gears Tactics. That's that oh, XCOMI. Very excited for that. <laughs> Commie. <laughs> That's that commie video game about stealing money from people. No, uh, XCOM uh, Gears Tactics type game where... I'm hoping it's going to take all the things I love about Gears, which I assume it will, and it'll take the things from XCOM that I done I didn't care for, which is honestly I really like the combat in XCOM, but doing the stuff outside of that really it wasn't like not fun. It was just kind of boring where you you go back to your base and it's like, all right, you gotta wait three weeks to upgrade your armor from light to medium or whatever the fuck you did where you got like new new suits of armor and you build up this base and i'm like i don't want to do this i just want to go out there and kill shit uh-huh. i don't know that part always bothered me from xcom and that's why i stopped it because it felt like a lot of that was was that gameplay too i'm hoping gears tactics doesn't do that also they said 40 plus hour or maybe it was 20 20 or 40 plus hour campaign which i was like that's a lot it's a lot of campaign um, the only other game that I'm like super excited for is Hellblade two. And I will tell you why, because I finished it this week and we will talk about that in a second, but those are the games that I think we are most anticipating for 2020. And those are only the games that are announced right now. A lot of the time games will just be announced midway through the year and they'll be like, yeah, come in, come in this fall. And I mean, we're going to get a, We'll, we'll probably get at least two or three or even more games coming for next gen because all we know about the only launch games that I think we know about for PlayStation 5 or Series X is Halo Infinite. I don't think Hellblade 2 is I, I don't they never put out a release date for that to, to my knowledge and that game Godfall from PlayStation I just think they said comes out on ps5 i don't think they said day one we shall see though so that that was all the news we had to talk about those are our most anticipated games of 2020 and make sure you follow us on facebook twitter instagram at the vip gaming podcast if you don't already you can also join the discord uh definitely come there you can ask us questions we talk constantly about all the video games all the video game news talk about the podcast what you guys like, what you didn't like, mostly what you loved. And, uh, you know, make sure you go rate and review us on all of your podcast services, especially iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever the hell it's called. And um, only five-star reviews, nothing less. <laughs> nothing less. Well, I mean, you know, this should give us what we deserve, which is right. always going to be five stars. Right. So. Five stars. We, 
That's right. We That's all we really deserve, and we deserve nothing less. So definitely do that. But now we talk about games we've been playing this week. Jason, what have you been playing? So as per continuation of the weeks prior, I've been playing Skyrim. Okay. Uh, still fun. You know, trying to just finish the campaign at this point, get that uh, that shout, and uh, so that I can kill dragons. Fushroda! Yeah. Uh, that's the only one I remember. Yeah, that's the pretty much the main shout. Not main, the beginning shout that you get, and the easiest shout. Um, so I've been playing that. It's been fun. Then I've, with that uh, Christmas present of the $20 on the Nintendo eStore, I bought the new, not new, uh, Ghostbusters game. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's been good. It's not what I would think for a Ghostbusters game. It's been like... Um, it's kind of like the way I like the same objectives, I guess, as like Luigi's Mansion. Like you know, like you, yeah, you walk around like trying to find a ghost. You don't know where the ghost might be. You know, um, it, and you know, it's not nearly the same at all. But it's still that kind of same uh, feeling that you get from uh, Luigi's Mansion. I'm pretty sure that was a 360 game that they decided to remaster, and they were just like, yeah, here we go, it's out now. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I thought about picking it up, too, and I, I never did. It came out on PC, too. I was like, I might pick this up, and then I never did. But. Yeah, I, it looks very good for, I mean, I know that they remastered it, but. Yeah. You just Doesn't it have all the original actors in it, too, like, uh, of, the, of the movie, I mean? It, well, that's the thing. So it sounded kind of like it was. Um, but yeah, they do have the original characters in it. Uh, like, um, not, I don't know about the sound voice acting, whatever, Yeah. but, uh, as characters in the game, they do have the same ones from the movie. So, so it's the same objectives of Luigi's mansion where you're just kind of like, so like, what do you do in the game other than capture ghosts? (laughs) Um, I think that's kind of, is there a story? There, there is, but I haven't, I haven't played nearly enough to, um, okay. I think, figure out what the story is. Because right, like they throw you into it, and they're kind of, you know, uh, they're like, oh, it starts off with the beginning of the first movie where they're at the restaurant, I believe, yeah, and they're trying to capture the ghost. So it starts off with that, and then um, once you get that done, then you're rushing to do, to try and go after another ghost. So, like, story-wise, I haven't gotten far enough to uh, right. start it off with the story. But, yeah, it's fun so far. Yeah. That's what you've been playing? Yes. Nice. Nice. I have been playing the same old shit that I always play. Play Dead by Daylight a lot. I've become a filthy nurse player. I'm having, a lot, I'm having a lot of fun with her. Are you trying to level her up, or are you just... I've got her P350 already. Yeah, I don't have I don't I don't have all perks on her, but I've got all the ones that I really need, you know, ruin barbecue and mm-hmm. whatever all the who's you has it. Yeah. And uh like ever since she got nerfed, no one ever plays her because everyone's like, She's so bad now. She's not that good. I'm like, guys, all you do is wait an extra second to get your blink back. It's not that difficult. I'm yeah. I promise you. So I also got Shadowborn on her, which is the one that gives you more field of view, which mm-hmm. people love using on her. Cause when you blink, you get that like little fatigue where you stare at the ground for like three seconds. Yeah. 
that helps a shit ton. And I've been doing incredibly well with her for the most part. Been having a lot of fun with her. Like I, I've been getting burnt on DBD because there's only so much of that game you can play, especially as killer where like you there's only so much you can do when you're playing constantly red rank survivors where they're it's either they completely dumpster you or you know, they're altruistic enough as teammates that they've kind of fucked themselves over by being too altruistic. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you're playing it, like, against a solid group of red rank survivors and, you know, you maybe get one hook, but everyone just keeps jamming out generators, like, there's going to be three gens done before you get your second hook because that's just how super high rank survivors in that game are. So like, there's only so much of that I can like mentally take. I'm like, all right, I know. It's 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 so it can just be so obnoxious. So like, I've been trying to take breaks from it, uh, and also like playing all different killers. Like, you can only play the same killer so long too, and that's why I was like, all right, I'll go to nurse. I've never really played as nurse before. It's something different. Uh-huh. And that that's another like shitty I didn't plan on going this far into DBD but we here we are. Uh that's another issue I think that DBD has in general is that like hey cool I'd like to learn a new killer but you're at rank 1 now and you're facing all these really awesome people and they don't play any differently at rank 1 like like when I'm playing my best killer like say my best killer's pig I'm not they're not playing any differently from me playing as pig as if I, if I'm playing as you like, you know, Wraith or Trapper or anyone else, but the killer is completely different and you have to completely learn a whole new skill set. If you're oh, playing, I mean, pig to nurse is a pretty big fucking change. Yeah. Honestly, with all the killers too. So like I, I told you and, and everyone else listening that I watch true talent a lot on uh, DVD. Um, and what he I've does. been watching them too now. Really? And, um, so, like, he even tells you that all the killers, you have to play them totally different. Yeah. Like, you can't do one thing with one killer and do try and do it the same way for the other. Like, you have to just play it differently, you know? Um, and so, playing killer is very difficult in that game compared to yeah. Survivor. Because I get what you're saying. Like, Survivor, you know, whether you're one character or, not, or the other one, you know, you have the same exact thing it's just pretty much a different skin in a way yeah um but when you're playing the killer you know you have total different setups and abilities and so it's i get what you're saying where you're like you know it's hard starting off with a new killer that you don't know how to play because especially if you're at high ranks already like i i guess the best way to do it would to start trying a new killer at rank reset but like i don't want to wait a fucking month to try to play a new character yeah know? i know especially if you're getting bored um yeah of, of the other ones yeah i know what you mean i don't know it can be obnoxious but anyways that's dead by daylight been also playing a lot of halo reach have been having a lot of fun with that i got i unlocked a grunt birthday party so now whenever i die i go yay <laughs> so that's fun i played a bit with uh, a couple of my friends too mitchell and adam we played actually i didn't play with adam but I played with Mitchell and it was a lot more fun playing with friends and I want to do that more. So Jason, get on fucking Halo and we'll play. I will. Um, but the bigger of the three games is that I finished Hellblade. God damn, is it a good game, man? Really? It is. It is like I still have the same issues I did 
when I talked about it last week, where the puzzles are not great. They're a lot of the time like super finicky. Like I see what I need to do, but I need to be like standing two feet backwards, like two feet away than I am now, even though it should work anyway. And I'm like, all right, that's kind of dumb, but whatever. But like the story of it, it's so weird. I, I forgot exactly what I said last week, but there was something where at that point in time I was like, yeah, I just don't know. Like the, the, I don't get the story and nothing's really not making sense. Literally like 30 minutes after that point in time, like everything started clicking. It was like, Oh shit. I was like, Oh, okay. This is getting nuts. So like, it took me, I think eight hours total to beat the game. Uh, and it's so weird because I listened to another podcast talking about their experience with the game too. And it was so true where I could only play this game in like one to two hour stints because the friggin' audio design is so fucking good and creepy as shit that like it is kind of, it's kind of, it fucks with you, man. It's so weird to say, but like hearing the like 8,000 different voices in your head telling you all different things. And one's like, She's going to die. She's going to die. You're doing really bad. You're a piece of shit. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. Come on. I'm fine. Uh, I got to get into this game. It sounds it's, so good. It, it, the combat, again, is not great. And that's another issue, which there isn't a whole lot of. My here, Here's the thing I'm going to say. There's at the beginning of the game. This isn't a spoiler. There's like 10, 30 minutes in. At the beginning of the game, you you are told that you need to go fight Hela, which is the basically the god of hell um, in Norse mythology. And you got to defeat these other two gods first. So you can go through either door, but you got to do them both in whatever order. Once you're done that section of the game, the game gets infinitely better because that section of the game teaches you how to do the, it's basically a two to three hour tutorial, which is not great. I'll be honest. But one of one of those centers on the puzzle aspect, which is essentially just lining up environmental like, you know, things in an area to line up to form a certain shape. And then that's like, all right, cool. You got you'd finish the puzzle. I'm like, all right, fine. That's cool. And then the other one was like showing you how to do combat, which they don't show you well at all. There's like this ability that you have. You have like this mirror on your hip the entire game and i didn't realize until like halfway through the game that i could use it to slow down time i'm like oh that would have been nice to know because (laughs) it was a pain in the ass and against certain enemies but you guys never mentioned it so all right um i personally listened i use subtitles for it too because since there's so many fucking voices there is still one core voice but like it's hard to keep track of them so i did subtitles too the, the story, though, is like, it's so good, man. I don't even, the entire game is spoilers, so, like, I can't say much about it. But definitely, like, take a look at it. And if you finish the game, there's, in the game, like, under, like, extra features, there's, like, a 15-minute documentary of, like, how they made the game, and it's fucking really cool. And I watched it, and I was like, this is incredible, so... I recommend everyone play it. It's on Game Pass. You've got no fucking excuse if you have the $1 a month or, you know, 
however much it is. Also, something else is really cool. Watching one of my favorite DVD streamers, Otofu, on either Christmas Eve or Christmas night. And uh, this dude randomly came in, and he's, he's like, hey, guys, here's two 12-month codes of Xbox Live Gold. And I was like, oh. And I actually got one, so it converted to like six months of Game Pass Ultimate for me. And I was like, that's sick. So then I just got a free uh, six months of Xbox Game Pass, so that's cool. Um, but yeah, definitely go check out Hellblade. I would love to do a, a spoiler cast on that because there's a shit ton to unpa- unpack on that game. But uh, yeah, so there's Hellblade. Go check it out. Hopefully I'll start. I just bought this morning, so we are recording right now at 8 in the morning, and I have been up since like 3 in the morning because insomnia. And uh, I made the poor choice, or maybe not the poor choice, because it's known to be a really good game, but I, I bought Red Dead 2 on Steam. Oh, really? And I'm downloading it as we speak. So maybe we will, maybe I'll play that before next week. Actually, next week I won't be here, so two weeks from now. I, I had a hard time with that play. game. I, I had that on PS4. Me too. Uh I remember it was one part where you had hostages and you were supposed to like aim at them and not shoot. And like, I don't know what it was with like the, the quick fire or something like that. I I accidentally shot and killed one. And then I had to go back like 15 minutes and I, I don't know why, but after that I was like, I'm done. Like, I just don't want to play this anymore. I had so many issues with the game and it's still so weird that I want to go back to it. Cause like, I got a solid, I'd say, 20 hours into the game. And I'm not, I don't even know if I'd say I particularly enjoyed a lot of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the the story I thought was fine. I didn't think it was stellar. People say, oh man, once you get to chapter, I think, three or four, it gets really good. And I'm like, well, that's like 30 hours into the game. So, like, sure, maybe it gets fucking incredible, but that's 30 hours into the game. Um, and the combat is like fine on consoles. Cause like it's auto aim. You flick the right stick up a little bit. You get a headshot and I'm like, all right, that's not really fun. You just kind of click left trigger and you automatically kill someone. So that's cool, I guess. And also the horseback riding felt like it took fucking centuries to get from point A to point B. And I felt like that was like 90% of the game where like, all right, you're going on this mission. You're on a horse. You ride somewhere for five minutes, real time. You get there. You have a shootout for a minute or two. You ride back for another five minutes. <laughs> that was the mission. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I, I played like two hours of that, and then after that, I, I was done. I really did not get my money's worth out of that. I'm pretty upset about it, actually. And with all that said, I feel like playing on PC. Also, it was 30 frames. And I know people are like, oh, my God, this guy Vinny with the fucking PC thinks he's so cool. Uh, Listen, uh, uh, playing games at 30 frames when you're accustomed to playing at 60, it's a fucking kick in the nuts, I tell you. And uh, I got used to it, obviously, because I played for 20 hours. But also, it just did not look great on a PlayStation 4 either because that's what I got it on. I got it on my PS4 Pro, and it even still didn't look all that great. So I'm hoping with it being on PC, I'll be able to do 60 frames. 
be able to do 4K, and I'll be able to adjust it to whatever friggin' settings I need it to be to be a steady 60 frames. Aiming won't be dog shit because you have a mouse, and it won't just be auto-aim. And, you know, I, I just hope that I'm going to have more of an enjoyable time. And if not, difference with Steam, you can get, if you play less than two hours of the game, you can get a full refund. So we shall see how it goes. But I'm excited to give it another shot. I shit on it a lot just because everyone, it was, it was the popular thing to like. So I was like, it'd be funny to piss some people off and shit on it. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm excited to give it a shot. Anyways, now is the time where we move on to questions. We got questions from Riley Girl, and we start off every single week with the Coleslaw Chronicles Chapter X. I don't know what week or what chapter it is, so I'm just saying Chapter X. Insert number here. Um, he gives us the full paragraph that we've got this week, and he says, The stalls are now opening for business. Nice, nice <laughs> plug there. Special sale. Only three days left. 50% off. Come take a look at my wares, Traveler. And he says, you see plenty of tactics like this around this time of year in order to get folks to buy what they wouldn't normally consider. Sometimes it could be cosmetics for a character you hardly use. That's so me and Dead by Daylight, dude. Uh, But would jump back into just to show off your threads. Sometimes it's a special weapon skin, character model, or some boosted XP bonus. In special cases, you could even cheese the special battle pass that you already spent money on to grab the items and focus on the other grinds of the game. The question is, when it comes to purchasing tiers and battle passes, does that fall into a you're a piece of shit category? And would anyone here, uh, presumably talk about me and Jason, buy their way out of grind if you had the means to do so? So his means to do so definition is there's no other games you currently want to buy but you have extra money in your wallet so before we answer in battle passes if you're not aware battle passes are these things where you pay like you know ten dollars for a season so like three months of this you know tier system where you can do in-game objectives to level up this battle pass quicker and if you grind it out enough you can get all the way to the top and unlock all these cool cosmetics however in a lot of games and i don't know how it works in fortnite's the first one that did this then a bunch of other games copied it i only know it really from dead by daylight because they do it now and you can like say if you don't have the time to you can say like hey i want to level up my battle pass but it costs you like two dollars to do it in addition to whatever you already paid for the full thing so with that said what what do you think jason well i think that you're already paying for something and so i don't think that you should purchase anything more after that um but i I don't know i i think that when it comes to just battle passes in general i mean you know if it's cosmetics sure why not like throw as much money as you can like that's no big deal to me it's just when it comes to the um you know the getting the grind a little bit uh less um, you know, and having like XP boosts that I disagree with. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're a piece of shit. If you want to, you know, spend more money on your battle pass. I personally don't. Then again, I'm in college and I currently have the time to do so when I'm like, you know, right now I'm not in school for a month. So the dead by daylight battle pass, I was able to grind out and I finished it. And I didn't have to pay anything additional. But 
if you, you know, if you have the means of, you know, if you have the additional money that he's talking about and you don't want to spend it on anything else, there's nothing else particularly that you want, but you want to get those cosmetics that you don't think you'll be able to get. Why not buy it? You know, if, if you have the money to do it, why, why not? And if you really want to and that makes you happy, go for it. Uh, I personally don't think I would ever do so. Like Rocket League had a battle pass when, I mean, they do it now. And I bought it one, I bought it twice because, you know, there's, you know, every three months they do a new one. The first month I got about halfway through and I was like, all right, that's fine. I, I got a fair amount way through. I didn't finish it, but, you know, I got some cool cosmetics. And then the second month, uh, or you know, the second season, I bought it, and I only unlocked like ten things, and I was like, oh, I mean, I wasted my money, really, but I'm not gonna buy more. I'm not gonna waste more money because I wasn't able to play more of it. So that's my opinion on that. I don't think it makes you a piece of shit though if you want to do that. But uh, that's my opinion, Joe. Thank you for the question. Now we got two questions from Riley Girl, and that'll round out the episode. The first question is what is one of your biggest letdowns and surprises of this generation? What do you, do you have something? Uh, yeah. We're talking about the generation as in the, the console generation. Correct. Right? As in, okay. Um, well, so my biggest letdown. So I bring up this point, even though we've talked about it a lot, just because it truly was the biggest letdown. And it's just when the Xbox one came out, like it just yeah. flopped on its face. I felt like I spent or, you know, wasted that money. I was yeah. kind of, I don't know, upset about it. And then the surprise of the generation is actually how well the Xbox one turned out to be after that, because I stopped playing it for, I think like four or five months. And then I eventually got rid of it. But I have friends that all, all have the Xbox One, and they're like, "No, dude, it's so fun! Like, yeah. like you need to play it." And so, uh, I that is probably the biggest letdown surprise because, like I said, like I don't want to keep going back to it because it's you know uh, a broken record. But it just, I don't know. I was just upset about it when it came, when that happened. So mine is similar to yours, but not exactly the same. Mine's with. I believe it was a launch title, and if it wasn't, it was launch window, like the first two to three months. I was incredibly disappointed with how the Master Chief Collection came out on Xbox when it first came out. It was disaster. Yeah. Like, it, it was really bad. Like, the the campaigns worked, and that was about it. There was the multiplayer, which I remember I was able to convince Jason to get an Xbox, and I feel bad for it now because i was like dude the fucking master chief collection is coming out we can fucking relive halo 3 dude and the cues for that were like literally 45 minutes where you wait in a matchmaking lobby and it was just nearly unplayable mm -hmm. because you couldn't find the games and it was broken and the matchmaking itself was broken and when you have when when the matchmaking itself is broken and you're also trying to do matchmaking not just for one game you're doing it for five different fucking games you're doing halo one two three and four and the two remastered edition so like you got five different matchmaking cues and none of them are working yeah so like it, it that was a massive letdown at the beginning of the generation uh some of the surprises for me personally is 
and again, it, it seems almost unfair to say, but when they first announced that the Master Chief Collection was coming to PC, that was like so fucking hype. Mm-hmm. Like that was something that PC players have been asking for Halo on PC for literally years, if not, you know, at least a decade when Halo 3 came out because the last Halo game they got on PC was Halo 2, I believe. And, you know, PC players have been dying for it and been wanting it forever. And, I mean, it's been fucking years. And when it finally got announced, I I remember exactly where I was at school. I was in my dorm room. I had my laptop open watching the inside xbox and they were like hey we got new halo news to announce i was like oh cool what could that be it can't be a new game i assume because they would have you know talked about that and then they were like halo master chief collection the entire saga coming to pc i was like what the fuck i was like dude that's fucking insane um so that was a a big surprise to me this generation obviously game pass not going to get too much into that because like jason said broken record but game pass is such an incredible value and that's going to be something that if it didn't define this generation, it sure as shit is going to next gen. I mean, this is the first time next generation on a console that you will have a built-in library of like 200 games on launch. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Xbox One and PS4, you walk in and you've got four to ten games that have come out when it just came out. And now you have a library of 200 on Xbox and yeah. probably the same on PlayStation with their PS now thing. If they push that more. So man, let me, let me tell you, like I am sitting here and I'm thinking what a long way games have come on. It's crazy, dude. Like I remember playing it way back in the day. Like I'm talking about like 2005 when I was, I was probably like five, six, something like that. And you, you know, this was a time when, you couldn't download anything. Um, yeah. Couldn't uh, like rent something. You couldn't. You know, it was like you go to GameStop or Walmart and you buy the game. There's no updates. There's yeah. no um, whatever. And uh, I still remember fucking saving like, your game on a PS2 memory card. Exactly. That's yeah, like memory 16 card. megabytes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So you know, like we come from all of that, and I remember I I so. When I was younger and I was playing video games, you know, obviously the graphics at the time were okay, but you're like, man, I can't wait to see what future games have with their graphics. Like, I can't wait. That's that's what games are going to be. You know, they're just going to be the same exact thing, but much better graphics. But then, you know, they've incorporated, like like you said, like, you know, the, the Game Pass, and now they're having the cloud system with everything. And it's just... You'll be able to fucking stream your games without having to... You know, you don't even need a console anymore. Eventually, yeah, you can just play it on your fucking. Fo- You'll be able to play all these games that we played years ago, and now years next, you'll just yeah. be able to play on your fucking phone with a controller hooked up to it. Like it's insane. Exactly, and like I'm just thinking about it, you know we're coming from just going buying a disc and putting it in to now that. So yeah, I don't know. I just had a, a small. Uh, realization moment giddy a little giddy in my feet i was like oh. wow it's crazy dude it's crazy and our last question also from riley girl is what is your worst present gaming or non-gaming related that you have ever gotten i'm trying um, to think too 
Because, like, I don't know if I've ever, per se, gotten, like, a super, like, bad gift that I'm like, wow, this is shit. I don't think I've ever done that. Uh But I've definitely had gifts where I'm like, would you really give this to someone as a gift? Yeah. Like, like I'm not going to say who for obvious reasons. But, like, there's one time during Christmas I got, like, you know those, you know those shirts that you will sometimes see as ads on Facebook mm-hmm. that you can only get from those ads, and they're like they merge two different things together that don't go together at all. Yeah, but they just kind of exist. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I got one of those. It was like Darth Vader's mask and like a Mexican mariachi band or something. Uh huh. And someone gave that to me for Christmas, and I was like, "Why? Like, <laughs> thanks, but like." I don't know why you would actually, you know, I have another actually pretty funny one. There was this one time and I'm assuming it was either a mistake or they forgot last second. But I remember one time I got a gift card from someone and it was already, it was like, it it was written on, it was like 25 bucks and I went to use it and there was like five bucks left. I was like, Oh, uh, okay. Um, Mine, my worst present. It was actually really funny. I'm not gonna say what it is because, uh, in case someone, in case the person listens, because I'll feel awful if they know what I'm talking about. But there is this present. Uh, it wasn't big, you know. It was a small present, and I was at the store with my girlfriend actually, and we were looking around, just looking at different things, and we saw it at the store, and mm-hmm. we were like, "Wow, that is." the worst like i would never in a million years get that you know like ever 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 like don't get me you know what i mean like this is funny right and then um it was for my birthday and this person that i know got me the that one thing that i was like <laughs> no 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 and so afterwards like me and my girlfriend we were just kind of like Ooh, like that. <laughs> Ooh, like you were literally just talking about how you don't like it at the store and then you get it for a gift like four days later. That's funny <laughs> as hell. It was funny. That's unlucky. But thank you guys for the question. Keep the questions coming. Specifically, we get a lot of them in Discord. So uh, come there. But also, you can message us on Facebook and Twitter and the Instagrams. You can message us anywhere, get your questions in, and we will put them in here. And we will answer it to the best of our abilities. Um, this is normally the part of the show where we go, hey, there's new games coming out soon. Next week, there's going to be some new game. That's jack shit. There's nothing. <laughs> nothing is coming out during the week of Christmas and New Year's. They don't do that. Um, there's no big games or updates going on because everyone's on vacation. Uh, there's no game or DLC announcements happening because everyone's on vacation. So I'm going to say Steam and the Epic Games Store are both having really big sales, and I assume Xbox and PlayStation are as well. So if you want to join the hype of The Witcher 3 and the Netflix show, you can get The Witcher 3 friggin' Game of the Year edition for $12 on Steam, which is kind of crazy. There's Jedi Fallen Order, which is a phenomenal game. That if you haven't played, you should. That's $50 now instead of 60 on Steam. Definitely worth it. Uh, Red Dead 2 is 48 which is why I bought it. And I also had Steam money that I got for Christmas. So I effectively got that for like $10. So that was cool. 
And there's a bunch of other games too. I, Steam, uh, Epic Games has been giving out a bunch of free games every single day, as long as you keep claiming them. Uh, they gave out a, a couple of cool games. I think by the time you hear this podcast, there'll only be one more day where you can get free games. So go get your free games. But you also get a free $10 off coupon on Epic Games Store. So if you want to take advantage of that, whatever the hell's on Epic Game Store, you can do that. You also get a free $5 off on Steam. So go get those deals. Go go get them all. I bought. I actually got the new Jackbox game on uh, Steam. Pretty fun. Been playing that a lot too, actually. I, I didn't talk about that, but we streamed that, played it with some peeps. It was a good time. Jackbox is always a fun time to play with a bunch of people. But anyways, that's what we've been doing. We are here. We had a wonderful Christmas. I hope you guys all did too. I hope everyone has a wonderful New Year's as well. I don't think I'm going to do anything. I'm a boring human being. <laughs> I'll sit at home and watch the ball drop, and then I'll be like, all right, time to go to bed. I'm a fucking old man now. I can't even, stay, to- up. I can't even stay up till I drop. <laughs> Never mind. Uh- Who stay up that late anyway, you know? We're old, old 21-year-olds. Anyways, I, I won't be here next week, but... Jason and Michael are going to give you all of the wonderful news there is to know about. And I'm excited. I'll actually be able to listen to it because I won't know exactly what's happening. I know. I'm going to have an additional podcast to listen to. I'm going to try my best to um, fit into your shoes and uh, host this. They are very small shoes to fill. (laughs) You've got nothing to worry about. The shoes are very small. I mean, very true, but there's just, you know, there's small things that that you can do that I wouldn't even think of. So we'll see how it goes. I appreciate it. You're going to kill it. You and Michael are going to kill it. I believe in you too. But uh, I've been Vinny. That's been Jason. And until next time, we will see you next week.